0: episode 50 50 of the press pass podcast presented by the press republican with editor in chief Joe Latemplio, night editor Ben Rowe, I am sports editor Joey LaFranca. Joe, we almost have as many podcasts as you are old. Uh, we're getting there. We're getting there <laughs> Joey Bats. I feel I don't know why I still in my fifties. I don't know why I felt the need to just give you a little passive aggressive shot Mm -hmm. to start off the pod. But I felt like, hey, why not? Age comes wisdom. I know that's true, and I don't have as much wisdom as you do. So (laughs) that's that's
1: that's quite okay. How are you? We're doing well, Joey Bats. Ben, how are you? The wisdom of sitting quietly in your chair, Joey. Yeah, I
0: like kind of I just realized that I have a squeaky chair, so now <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to like sit like this like very awkwardly <laughs> and like kind of maybe maneuver a little bit as we go on so we don't get yeah. too much
1: chair squeaking. Which actually, can we give a, a gentle speaking of gentle ribbings? Can we give a gentle ribbing to our good guest Michael Cashman? who speaks very loudly with his hands. Yes. that he emphasizes by... Yes. <laughs> oh, was lot. he? I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. I didn't
0: notice it at first either, and then Benro mentioned it, and I said, oh, wow, he did do that. Michael Cashman, big hand talker. Yeah, yes. <laughs> wow, Loudest hand talker. Right. <laughs> he act- his hands have, have noise when he talks. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to address that with him. Yes, that yes. was... That well, was the one thing we had. Remember, like the first couple episodes, we had like the we checklist. Had little sign. We had a checklist. We had a checklist. Did you ever see the checklist? Yes, yes. I like, remember one thing know, on the checklist: phones, no
1: clicking your pens. Yeah, no clicking Joe used pens. Joe, the pen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sitting, clicking, nervous. No clicking <laughs> pens. Different things like that. Yeah, yeah. But yes. hey, another week in the books. It's hot again. Really, today hot. is hot. Yeah, it is, but I've got the Hawaiian shirt. Joe, why are you? Did you have like almost, something? Did you have something to go to today? I, oh why aren't you wearing no, a Hawaiian shirt? I almost
2: shirt? wore it today. Okay, uh, but I, my shorts were in the laundry. Oh, okay. So I don't like wearing it with long pants. The one,
0: the first time you wore one though, you did have long pants on. Did there. I? Yes. No. Yeah. No. That's in the picture that we have. You had. You uh, had. That, you had that, pants on. That's a mistake. It's a mistake. <laughs> you would. You admit the fault, and you're gonna. You're just gonna uh, accept. I'd rather it. wear shorts with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's okay. I respect. I respect that. I respect that. But, needless to say, episode fifty, and we have a lot to talk
2: about. Yes, but first, I want to know more about this. Taco Bell caters weddings.
1: Yes. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I, know that.
1: I, Is that a podcast that I listened to? Got married at <laughs> Taco Bell, and he had photos of. Let me see. Actually, well, you two discussed the yeah. With, you two discussed with Joey getting yes. married at Taco Bell. I. I, I you I, like Taco Bell.
0: I, I, to be honest, I have never had Taco Bell in my life. Really, never.
2: I've only never. had it a few times. Um, it's it's not that bad. Yeah. For fast oh, food. people
0: people rant and rave about it. I'm not hating on it. It's just personally, one thing. I'm actually not that big of a taco guy. I like tacos, but I'm not like jumping out of my seat. For well, them. they have burritos too. Yeah, I'm not a big burrito <laughs> guy either. I'm not. I'm not.
2: I liked, I like, I like all
0: the things that are in tacos. Who's the guy
2: in the radio that loves Taco Bell? Hmm. Oh, is uh, that Brady guy? Wayne Brady uh, uh, from Vermont. Oh, Brady Farkas. Yeah, that guy. yeah, yeah. Of course, of big course. Taco Bell.
0: Man. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I think one of my friends in high school. I can't remember who it was. I can. I, I just. I just can remember. I had a friend in high school they would always have Taco Bell before soccer
2: practice. Really? And I'm
0: like, that is just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> and I do remember one day specifically there was Taco Bell before. I, the reason I can't remember for sure, it was because I was a freshman on the team and it was a senior. And like at that time, like even though you're on the same team, I just can't remember the kid's name. Um, but he would have Taco Bell before practice. And there was one day he had it. And that was the same day, coincidentally, that the day before we did not have the greatest of performances in a game. And we kind of paid the consequences the next day while running. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine that Taco Bell was sitting too well in his stomach that day. Oh, no. As well that's as whatever very blue drink that he had with, <laughs> th- with it. Um, that's the one thing that I know from Taco Bell more than anything else that I kind of identify with Taco Bell are the, the bright blue and green drinks whatever they
1: might be. Don't yes, they have, like, the some... mountain? They yes. have mount- Mountain Dew hybrids or something yes. like that? Yeah, okay. Mm. Now, is Joey old enough to remember the um, little Chihuahua commercials? Yoki or Yoki No. <laughs> well, they were cool. Not really, no. <laughs> Talking dog? I'm yes. sure I was probably on this earth when those were airing. I just don't remember them. Probably. I've- okay, so I found it. So shout out to Dan Riker of the Giant Bomb podcast, who him and his wife, Bianca got married in a oh. Taco Bell ceremony. So Ben is showing us they literally have, photos of a Taco Bell ceremony yes, on his phone. Yes, they have a, a gorgeous dress, nice suit. Um the um, may, the bride is holding um a bouquet of what looks to be um taco sauce packets. Sauce packets. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's a lot of sauce. Then uh what do you call the the flower that the Guy wears the boot. The boot is yep. Also made of sauce packets. That's (laughs)
0: hilarious. Um, That's very
1: creative. Yeah, and
0: a sauce sauce packet bow tie. (laughs) Then the only then issue with this is, like, what if one of those, like, explodes?
1: I mean, that, <laughs> could, yes, that could really harm the clothing. And here. then they spread uh, empty sauce packets along the uh, bride's path um, oh. as she walked down. What? Did, I hope they utilize the sauce <laughs> afterward. Taco
2: Bell themed wedding.
1: I know, but I hope they utilize the sauce afterward. Otherwise, oh, that's, really that's, that's a crime. Um, after the ceremony, the couple didn't waste any time and headed straight to the Taco Bell catered reception. <laughs> And then they have a very nice spread, some casadillas, some I see some guac in there. Wow. And then they had a nice little toast with their, um, with I their believe those are the crunchy um, <laughs> gorditas. Yeah, something like that. Interesting. <laughs> nice. And then, um, and can't forget the Baja Blast in champagne glasses.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. See, that looks good. Yes. I'm, uh, that, I'm all about the Baja Blast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if I were, I, I've said this in the past, I've really kicked soda out of my my diet. I have not had soda since, I believe, March or
1: April. But freaky method. But I, that, that might that <laughs> might persuade me one day to, to maybe have one of those. Oh, yeah. then lastly, they also had a nice cake um, accented with uh, the Cinnabon um, Ooh, edibles, yeah. which actually that's nice. pretty professional.
0: So, so two things to bring up. One. I hate, like, the little packets. Little sauce packets? Because they just, it's, especially for, hot sauce is one thing. For ketchup, it's infuriating. Because mm. I like ketchup. You need like, a million of you, Yeah, I need a lot. I always, whenever <laughs> whenever I, like, have to get something like that's like a takeout or anything like that, and they'll say, would you like any sauces? And I, I will legitimately say, put a ton of ketchup packets in my yes. bag. Often and, they will. You Do you me. remember the one time where uh, Willie Santana and I went to Burger King a couple of years ago and, and we came back nuggets. with like a, we, we yes. literally came back with a bag full, like a bag that you would put a burger fries and stuff in the lady. I, I said to the lady at the counter, I said, I would like a lot of ketchup packets. And she literally just took like a, fistful of ketchup packets and put them in a bag for me we yes. just
1: had those for like two months yes because I remember great. they were saying in the sports forum like, just random ketchup packets
0: there were yeah it was just a bunch of ketchup packets but yeah so there there's that and by the way before we get any further you I can't to, find them now
1: What's no, you can't. Of... There is a shortage of them, yeah, yeah which is kind of
0: concerning. Thankfully, there's not a ketchup shortage, yes. because th- then we would have to dedicate a whole podcast to like how to fix the ketchup shortage. <laughs> um, but that's not the case. But I what...
1: will say, shout out to McDonald's. had their BTS-sponsored um, meal the other day, yep. BTS being the Korean pop band. I went there and got the special BTS sauce. That stuff was <laughs> 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 legitimately really good. Ooh, Interesting. And I asked my friend, and it was like... Um, you can make it at home, which she said, you know, why don't you just make your own? <laughs> but it's a sweet chili sauce, so it's like equal parts honey, hot sauce, like ketchup, that kind of thing. And that, that kind
0: stuff. of reminds me of like a Romeo wing flavor almost, like mm-hmm. with all those, well, everything yeah. kind of molding together to mm-hmm. a certain extent. I like that. Um, I wanted to bring up one comical thing that I like just before we get going with stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking with Plattsburgh State Sports coming up and things like that might be a cool idea to get some of the fall coaches on the, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, I don't know if we really want to do that because not, not Plattsburgh State men's basketball coach Mike Blaine, who's still uh, at Plattsburgh State, but the other two coaches that I have had on, Chris Dory and Julie Decker, the baseball and women's lacrosse coach at the time, are not at Plattsburgh State anymore. So I don't know if I'm starting to create a, a pathway of like this is like the way Plaster State coaches exit. This could be alarming. I don't want to. I don't want Plaster State to lose more coaches.
1: Shall we Granted, them? and
0: I have to say, like Chris, both Chris and Julie have they left for good great opportunities mm-hmm. it's not like they left under bad terms or anything but i don't know if we need to i don't know if we can afford to bring more possible state coaches on they might the, want the to curse something. of the, yeah. the press podcast other than i mean props <laughs> to mike Blaney, he's staved it off to this point but, but and, not the, good. and ex- i think
2: we're
1: safe
0: you we think we're safe yeah. okay the so exit
1: interview you spooked through with your um, pancakes and waffles
0: question. still to this day <laughs> if you haven't heard the julie decker podcast episode Listen to the part where I ask her pancakes or waffles, and you'll just get a kick out of the response. That is also
1: one of my favorite episodes. I it it, like that. It, that, was very, <laughs> that was just a very good. This is a very good
0: episode because I, I asked Julie. I said pancakes or waffles. And she said, pancakes. And I said, I just literally said right after, I said, why? And she just like kind of like started chuckling. She's like, well, why? <laughs> and, and I said, yeah, why? And she's like, well, I don't have a waffle maker. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. And Cashman liked waffles.
1: Yes. Yeah. So as, as you should. I think that's, a,
0: I think any guest we have on now. We need to make sure to ask pancakes or waffles. Yeah, I think that's a very important thing to do. Well, speaking
1: of people that might be on the I please Ben <laughs> figure out a way to transition from pancakes and waffles. We have someone who's perhaps one foot out the door this week. Um, our governor, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, the week actually—it was Monday, wasn't it? That the report came out, or was it Tuesday? Tuesday, I
2: believe. Tuesday. Well, yeah. okay, kicked off the week. Is the oh, it's finally here. Yes, the long-awaited investigation report from Attorney General Letitia James, um, basically said that he was, um, they believe he did harass several women over a course of time. They interviewed, I think, 179 people and looked at all kinds of documents, um, and the report is very alarming, Mm. very, very damning towards the governor, um. And, of course, there's been a chorus of calls for his resignation since then from from all over the state, all over the country, even the president. What did Mm -hmm. he say? He said um, that he believes it's time to resign, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, That has yet to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Surprising, well, not surprisingly, I guess. He's, you know, trying to stave this off, claiming uh, it's all misunderstanding, basically. Yeah. Um, but i
1: want to bring up the fact and joey can weigh in on this is the how dramatic of a fall from grace this was because you go back to last april last may you know with the daily briefings yeah like americans tuning in on the radio he was, a star. It all, <laughs> he was, he was a star It all everything
0: and I, i'm going to make a comical comment here i know this is a serious topic but it all went to hell after he won the emmy that's that's really well, it's the that, start. That, the start, I think, the start of the bottom a little it, bit. But I mean, in all seriousness, it kind of started right, started right before that. Salary. Yeah, actually, yes. that's true. That's true. Yeah. A little bit before that. But my my point being, it is crazy to think about how. So many people would tune into his briefings each day because I think to a certain extent, I mean, we were living in some bizarre times mm-hmm. when COVID first hit and it was a lot of unknown. And he was the person for some reason that people gravitated to, but he
2: was really good at capturing the attention of people. At that that part of his career, mm-hmm. That those, uh, that duty that he performed. Yeah. Um, I think you know it. It should be separated mm-hmm. um, because, like you say, during COVID, New York City obviously was a hot spot. Sure, it, it was the flashpoint. So everybody, we really needed to hear from him, a stable, um, whoever the mm-hmm. leader was, what's going on, and he did that very well. Hmm. But that is no excuse. No. Oh no, it <laughs> or, it does. It's a shame. It's yes. a dirty, rotten well, shame. Well, that's my thing.
1: Is yeah, it's, the, it's like, how do you, you know? And I don't even know about burning his credibility. But yes, it's a shame that he was the one who did that because now it's, it's tarnished. So,
0: and I and I yeah. do and I do have to say as well, you know, isolate that. I think uh, isolate his briefings and things like that. But even prior to that, to a certain extent, even in this area, he was not really thought mm-hmm. of well, especially because of prisons and, and different well, things going and, on and, for and, closures and, and, and things like
2: that, that even going back to the prison escape. and You hear the talk of him being a bully. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen evidence from local governments um, throughout his tenure as governor mm-hmm. um, that many local officials have gotten the nasty phone calls yeah. from the Cuomo administration saying, you will do this, you won't do that. And what the heck is wrong with you guys? Yeah. It's not pleasant.
0: And I, and I wanted to bring that. I wanted to bring up uh, stuff prior to COVID, too. Because, yes. I mean, we're really, just to really pinpoint what we're talking about here, we're talking about his COVID briefings were a high point mm-hmm. of his tenure as governor. Yeah. Prior to that especially and afterward. Especially
2: compared to what we were getting out of the White House. Yes,
1: which was... It filled a yes. vacuum, yes. yes. But yeah, it's <laughs> the fact that, and I'm sure Joe can speak to this too, is that, yes, that Cuomo threw his weight around a lot during his tenure um, as far as, yeah, getting his agenda done. And when you go around and you throw your weight around and you slap people in the face, when the cows come
2: home and Nobody's, they <laughs> nobody's standing next to you. No. no and that's what that we're is. seeing. Everybody's, uh, the rats are jumping off the ship, so to speak. And the key is, that I think, is all the big, powerful labor unions that support him, they're ditching him. Mm -hmm. That's the kiss of death. You don't have the labor union support down in the city. Oh, forget about it. You're done. Yeah. So uh, I don't see how he cannot see the writing on the wall. Well, that's the Uh, thing, is
1: that how do you push this off until election day it's like you just i just can't see
2: how you and it's a disservice it. to, to all the, the people of the state mm-hmm. uh, i
0: think i think the issue is like yes you kind of have that circus feel of things going on right now in terms of like this is really this if it hasn't already certainly has the potential and probably will get out of hand pretty quickly and i, I the optics As I like to say sometimes, this is a bad optic, a real bad optic. Terrible. And And it's bad for New York State when you have somebody in a leadership position like this. But I will say one thing that Cuomo has kind of said... And that other people have said, too, is like, well, we can't not have a leader. And it's like, New York State is a pretty big state. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we, yeah. don't, we don't need one person
2: <laughs> to make the state function. It no. takes a lot no. more than one to make New York State go. And we might see something happen soon. I mean, today's latest was there was an actual criminal complaint filed yes. by one of the women. Mm. So that, that could spur things quickly. More yeah, you need, yes.
0: you need to, like, have things, like, get into court. Things like that potentially to really, yeah. really get to that next level, and like you said too, his allies are falling by the wayside. They're mm-hmm. jumping ship, and rightfully so because you don't want to be attached to yeah. what has really I become I, a, a, <laughs> a. Yeah, no, a I, ship. I,
2: I don't think people just aren't buying his explanation of oh I'm Italian we hug. <laughs> it, it, no,
1: it's just it's and,
2: Joe. In. You and
0: I are both Italian. Have we ever hugged? Don't do that. No, we don't. We uh, we've never hugged no. before. and as no.
1: and yes, and that's one thing is that you know seeing the report and reading the accusations it goes beyond yes. a hug and a, a peck on the cheek. No, it's very very inappropriate. So everybody, uh, if you're in an Italian family. You hate the weird aunt or uncle or somebody who
0: comes up and, like, hugs <laughs> you and, like, gives you a smooch on the, yes. like, sometimes, like, right on the mouth, too. Like, nobody, like, that's, like, a comical thing in, like, a lot of shows. Is like, the one, I mean, and that's for all different families, but the Italian, you can picture, like, the Italian family being the one where it's, like, oh, it's, like, oh, yeah, aunt. And you know, aunt, aunt. Oh God, I can't even think of a good name. Um, but you know, aunt so and so. You know, oh <laughs> hey,
1: how's it going? And you're like trying to duck her and like move around. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't want that. Like nobody likes that. No. Yes, I can see the Italian Americans. Yes, we're only the rest of that defense yeah. already. So I
0: will say this though, all of my Italian family members, nobody, nobody, nobody does that. Like, no, nobody. Not, not to that extent. You get a hug. You might get, like, a kiss on the cheek if it's, like, you're, you're, you know, like, for my Tony Soprano Yeah, yeah, for my example, like, my great aunt, Aunt Mattia, like, she does that. She'll give you a hug. She'll give you a kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. Something like that. But not, like, you know, come here. And, like, you know, "Ah, come here. (laughs) No, No, you don't get that.
1: And yes, in the infamous photo op where he reached over and like cupped a woman's neck with his <laughs> hands and held her, pulled her in. It's like, no. I don't it. care
0: if you're Italian or whatever. That's just weird.
1: Yes. <laughs> but someone weird. who made a much more graceful exit this week. <laughs> I am hot with the transitions this week. Yeah, you're on fire. <laughs> Ray Pascal, the, um
2: Yes, another Italian. Another yes. Italian. <laughs> Lots of
1: Italians right now. Yeah. Who, who, um... Yes, you know, departed under a, um, a wave of you know um, favors and congratulations, that kind of thing. Yeah, Ray
2: Ray De Pasquale, president of Clinton Community College, from I think early 2017 until just past week. Yeah, uh, great guy, good guy. Did a lot, of, did some good things at the college. Um, worked well within the community, um, and I think, and as people will see in our editorial tomorrow, that I. In the four-plus years that he's been here, I never heard anybody in the community say a bad thing about him. No. Everybody likes him, um, likes working with him. Um, he seems results-driven. Um, um, All-around good guy for the college and for the community. And we're sorry to see him go, but we wish him well.
1: And it's just that, as the as Kara's article the other day pointed out, is that... And I recall this um, as I was reading it, it reminded me of um, the articles in circa 2015, 2016. Clinton was on the ropes to a degree is yes. that you know there were questions about you know um, uh, what not uh, enrollment and um, all the the big longitudinal things that were coming down them I and this is the fact that running a community college like you know community college is a very valuable um you know Things in our society, but they're also—it's a tough
2: go of <laughs> it. Well, nuts. yes, a local official told me yesterday, just a matter of fact, that God Himself probably cannot straighten out community colleges. <laughs> but Ray did well um, while he was here. Well, that's yeah. what
0: I—that's what I was going to say. Is like it's no secret that um, you know Clinton Community. I speak from. Uh, Getting a lot of my knowledge from the athletic side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the college was struggling. Bad. Mm-hmm. Real bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't think you necessarily. I, I think. I don't think you necessarily hear how bad exactly it could have been at times and I think part of that is because of Ray um, but I think to another extent too I mean he was with the college through a very unique time to mm-hmm. say the least I um, wonder if, especially with with COVID mm-hmm. specifically. yeah
2: uh, I mean it was super, super strange I wonder if you know this phenomenon we're seeing of, of nobody wants to work everybody needs mm-hmm. uh, employees mm-hmm. I wonder if it's nobody wants to go to college that's a, certainly especially a especially community college. Yes, for I think there's reason.
0: a stigma with community <clears throat> colleges. Oh, definitely.
2: And
1: I, I shouldn't say I think there is a stigma. Yes, with community growing colleges. up, I certainly heard. You know, um, is that, oh, it's the 13th grade and whatever, and you yeah. know that kind and of thing. And that's not the like, case no. because
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't care where you. And for anybody who is like, if, if we have a younger demographic is listening, who's you know thinking about you know uh, going to college soon, whatever you know if you take some AP courses in high school that's fine you can take the same course at Harvard that you can take at a community college sometimes when you're talking about a gen ed the gen ed is a gen ed wherever you go mm-hmm. and that is a great thing that Clinton community can offer any community college can offer but Clinton community also has a lot of interesting things especially when you t- want to talk about like manufacturing mm-hmm. different things like that well, and not yeah. only does the college serve stuff good for 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 local youth but it ends up probably helping the local community, too. And that's a big thing about community colleges.
2: It helps facilitate the local workforce in this area, which There's is huge. No question about it. The Institute for Advanced Manufacturing is, is a, a jewel. Yeah. Um, it helps local businesses. It helps uh, um, kids and you know, Yeah, build a platform to potentially stay here or go. Um, I mean, it was a little different. I mean, I grew up in Rochester, and I went to Monroe Community College mm-hmm. for the first two years yeah. out of high school and it wasn't seen like it is uh, like you were just explaining back then mm. it was a viable option i mean it's a big school it had 15,000 kids there it's a big community college <laughs> it's huge. it was it was you know it was it had a good reputation yep. and it was a viable option um, up here um, I, I think it is a good option for kids mm-hmm. especially if you're not sure what you want to do mm-hmm. and if you want to specialized training in, in manufacturing or nursing or whatever sure it's a great option an affordable option that's that's a very important thing is that if you're if you're not sure what you want to do but you want to
1: that's enough the waters yes. then you're not tying an anchor to your leg with the, right. the full tuition. So. I feel like the
0: worst thing you can do especially nowadays as a college student is go into something and it's not a bad thing to do this but if you go in like undeclared or something like mm-hmm. that, if you're going to do that, you might as well go to a community college mm-hmm. yeah. to try to find your way. Yeah. Don't go to a place where you're spending oodles and oodles of money and be undeclared. Like for, for me, for example, I, I, I was local and I, I decided to stay at Plattsburgh State uh, to, go to, to go to college. I had the opportunity. I thought about potentially going to Clinton Community College for the first two years. But I decided, nope, I want to do this journalism thing. Plattsburgh State offers me what I need to do, to do, how to do that. And that's why I like decided to go right to Plattsburgh State right away. And it, it helped me because I knew that's what I wanted to do. That's the trajectory that I wanted to take. But that's not the case for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important thing. If you know what you want to do and you can make a commitment to it, sure, go to a school right away. Um,
1: that's not community college. But if not, community college is a great alternative. And my biggest takeaway is that looking back during Ray's tenure, the past couple of years, you can see the headlines stack up and you can see a storyline being built. Is the fact that, number one, yes, the IAM, the Institute for Advanced Manufacturing, is starting to blossom. And at the same time, um, one of our favorite words, clusters. Yes. <laughs> the, the clusters of different um, industrial sectors around um, Clinton County, around the North Country, is starting to sprout up. And is that... Clinton Community College has linked those so efficiently that's like you can see, yes, if you go and you train here, there's lots of jobs available for what you got to learn at Clinton, and it's like, I think that's awesome, is the fact that they can brand themselves as, yes, you know, here's your path, go and learn your manufacturing at Clinton, and get a job at the the clusters of different industrial jobs, and I mean, there's your path, it's like...
0: Exactly, (laughs)
1: exactly, and that's what has really been, you know, when you talk about community
0: college... They have really dug in and built roots within a lot of things within the community. Yes, and that's true. And, and,
1: and Ray obviously has played a part in that. No, and you're right. It's the fact that that's literally they are bolstering the community. Yes. Because <laughs> you go there to learn how to do jobs in your community. Yep. That's, that's awesome. Would you agree, John?
2: Yeah, and, and, um, and not to mention it's a gorgeous campus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I want to get up there because the, they completed the facade. Mm-hmm. I hear it looks great. Mm-hmm. So we should get up there and take some pictures. Yes, is the fact. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yes,
1: is I remember one time I we went there to cover um, some event. I think it was for Battle of Plattsburgh or that kind of thing, where they were having a, um, a they had a couple speakers and then they had a musical number, like uh, not taps but some military number being played, and people went out to the backyard of the main building. Mm-hmm. And I went out there to get photos, and <laughs> I just kind of like—I hadn't been to back there for a while. I just kind of stopped and like looked around, and it was fall, and the trees were gorgeous, and there's the lake, and it's like, holy! You know, this is, That's why I, I this could never go—I
2: could never go to school there. I'd be in class looking out at the lake. I'd be. Dating yeah, you me. would be yeah. staring at
1: all the time. It's I, generally I was, one of the best views. Oh, around. it's amazing. That
0: is—that is interesting to actually think about. I'd for some reason you know when you think about like scenic viewpoints like i was just thinking you know especially since i've invested in a a, a certain type of camera that i don't know have i mentioned this i mean i got i got the sony a1 for mm-hmm. And what people who don't don't know i mean it's a very very nice camera and i have really enjoyed it so far and i was i've been thinking about different places to take like scenic that landscape type warmer. of photos
1: <laughs> i've never thought
0: about that mm-hmm. and i bet too i'm trying to think of how the sun
1: sets I bet you could get some really cool yes. sunset photos from That's there, it. B- too. B- about the time when I went back there that day, the sun was setting, and the light was hitting just right.
2: Let's face it, hundred so years ago, it was a very popular hotel. Yes. Babe Ruth so stayed there. Babe Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 By the way, do
0: you know what story I just came upon the other day? Uh, the story, I, I it's it always gives me like just happy memories when I interviewed Babe Ruth's granddaughter. Granddaughter, yes. Oh, what a what a great time that was. I'll never, <laughs> I will never forget that. That was that was so cool. And like, you know, when like people ask you sometimes, like tell us something that, that nobody knows about you or something like that. I can always say I met Babe Ruth's granddaughter. Yeah, there's a story on her. You know, took a picture with her, held Babe Ruth's
1: bat. There you <laughs> go. Speaking it's of sports,
0: cool. yeah. That's, wow, ben, wa- ben. Ben. Ben wants to like somehow just like be the transition guy today. You're the Florida man. Yeah, he's doing a very he's doing a very good job. But so this Wait, week-
1: can I share when Olympics started to kick off? Yeah. Oh, sure, sure. That's I wanted to do a, that,
0: like some local stuff first. Oh, but go ahead. First,
1: Olympic start is the fact that I have a new favorite Olympic sport.
0: What's that? Hold on. Can I guess? Yes. Wait, is it an actual Olympic sport? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. It was on rock,
1: the TV. Rock climbing.
0: Oh, uh, the competitive walking. Yes. Yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> when I walk, there, is it just I because mean, it's so weird looking? Yes. Is <laughs> the fact that all listeners need to go and YouTube that? Competitive is just walking. just the competitive sassy walking where they like. Yes. They sway their hips and they are just going along, at you know roughly like I don't know a half mile an hour, and, and it's like oh the turn of the corner. They're still turning the corner. There they go. They're still around the corner. It is it's like, like it's a slow motion race in a sense. It like, is. but as It I almost was, like creates like anxiety. It does. <laughs> but as I was telling Ben Watson also is the fact that kudos to them because yes, it looks a little ridiculous, but <laughs> the the flexibility and the muscle structure and the whatever to keep up that mid-pace must be honestly... That's very I, I feel
0: I feel like when you are like trying to like go at a good pace, but you're also like trying to have some restraint that almost creates like more of a burning feel in your legs yes. than if you were to just run or, or run straight out, out. It's, or, it's or walk.
2: It's very hard running. on your hips. Mm-hmm. It is. Um I had a, I knew a guy who actually did it and I went with him a couple of times to, to practice and I, you know, only oh, get a few laps, <laughs> but it's very hard on your hips. You have to keep one foot on the ground at all time. Yep. Uh, oh, wow. You can't, no, that's the rule. Mm-hmm. That's why they walk. <laughs> <laughs> you're running, both feet are eventually going yes. to be up in the air. <laughs> yes. um, and you saw that race. Those guys are, they're all in shape. Oh, yeah. They're yes. in darn good shape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's it's a tough sport. And the races are 50K.
1: They are, yes.
2: That's it's 30 the fact miles. That, yes, that
1: when I walked into the office, I'm like, wait, they're still walking? 30 <laughs> yes. A
0: 30-mile 30, a 30 speed-walking race yeah. is just, that is, I, I
2: could not do yeah. that. So. Um, I don't know if it's still true or not, but the Mexicans used to be really good at it. Yeah, yeah interesting. They, they, in the Olympics, I can't remember, I mean, when I was... In the 70s, they won a lot of medals.
0: When I was watching it yesterday... For a good portion, and then Ben Watson would like, like casually say it, like give an update because he was like, it wasn't on my TV. It was on your guys TV on the news side. He was like, oh, yeah, the guy from China is still ahead. So like it's the and He was like 30 meters ahead of the pace. It seemed like for a good amount of time, which for walking purposes, when you have that much
1: of a gap,
0: it's pretty impressive yeah well, yes. can you imagine like trailing from behind and like trying to catch up to somebody well, that was the frustrating
1: like, thing it's the fact like there was a time I yeah, was somebody pulled ahead and am like well, how do you how do you catch up to him? yeah it's like <laughs> just better technique yeah yes. better, <laughs> better technique better stride i don't know it is kind yes. of it is kind of a weird thing but but yes shout out to Dawid tamala of poland who won the gold medal. poland there you go yes. very very odd <laughs> um
0: but uh, if we're, we'll continue on with the Olympics real quick. So what I have liked about this week of the Olympics specifically is we're not having dumb discussions as much. I, I'm sorry, not dumb. Well, yes. I thought the discussions were dumb in terms of criticizing Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. That narrative is gone. She got her bronze medal on mm-hmm. the balance beam. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, And there was some other stuff. Yeah, it seems the drama like drama this week. Has yeah, the drama. It's way. just more about the Olympics this week. With mm-hmm. this week, which is good. Um, and hey, it, we're coming down to the stretch of like some exciting like team championship stuff. Um, you know, U.S. men's and women's basketball are, are both going to be in the gold medal game, which is super exciting. My boy Kevin Durant is just bawling out Katie. like Kevin Durant and the rest of the U.S. men's basketball team. There's Kevin Durant, and then there's everybody else. Like he is just on a whole different level than everybody on that team. Jason um, Tatum. No, Kevin Durant is better than Jason Tatum. <laughs> Leaps and bounds better than Jason Tatum. He's
2: still a good player. Jason
0: Tatum, I'm what I'm saying, Joe, is mm-hmm. there's Kevin Durant and then there's
1: everybody else. He's, and he's on a different chart.
0: <laughs> you have Kevin Durant as a seven foot guard, basically. Yes. And that's that's the difference. And he's just he's just <laughs> such a reliable, reliable tool for them. When when they were struggling, Kevin Durant was the guy who got them back into a game. Yeah. And he just can control the pace of a game. Damian Lillard is a good player. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum is a good player. But Zach, Zach Levine. Zach I like Zach Levine a lot. I think he gets a lot of crap sometimes. But I think in the right scenario, and I think the Bulls are actually gonna be a pretty good team this year. I think they're gonna I think I yeah. think you're gonna see Zach Levine go to the next level. And Kevin Durant just signed a four year extension to stay with the Brooklyn Nets, so I'm very happy today about that. What, fifty million a year? Um I can't remember <laughs> what exactly it was, but it was a lot. Um it's a Steph got four like year something million. Yes, the, ex- the, amount, the amount that uh, basketball players get is insane. Four-year, $198 million extension. Yeah, that,
2: that'll do it. So um, I don't think he'll have to worry about buying groceries. No. <laughs> Speaking of basketball, and yeah. this team is flying under the radar, the women's team. I'm. T- we talked about it a
0: little bit briefly last week. What a great, basically, front court that that team has, combined with a lot of good guard play as well. Yeah. I think it's just... The thing that I have been – and I've watched a lot of the I, – I, I have to say I've probably watched maybe a game or two more of the men's than the women's um, just because of time-wise when the games have been played. Um, but what I've seen from when I've watched the women's games, their scoring capability is one thing. Their defensive abilities is what I really think sets them apart. Yeah. They have the size, and they just have the ability to really lock down an opponent and force them to take shots that they don't want to take. Yeah, they I mean, don't give up easy shots. The
2: women's soccer team is, gets all the attention. Yes. Um, and, you know, well, they won the bronze. Yep. Good for them. I mean, I think the women's soccer team gets a bad rap because if people it's be- don't like their politics. Yes, they've become politicized. But, you know, the women's basketball team, they're, they're, they're exceptional.
0: Yep. And I think it was Sue Bird who actually said um, – oh, we're going to be out for the National Anthem because we're wearing USA on our chest. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of thing. And I think a lot of people can really respect that, too. Um, and, you know, as far as the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team kneeling and stuff during the National Anthem or anything like that, at this point in time, whatever anybody wants to do to, boy, do it. So it's, I to
1: play good sports.
0: Yep. I mean, at the end of the day, I think we can all realize that we're all Americans and we all have pride in our country. And we, you know, some people want things changed. Other people want other things changed. Just the way it is now, that's our culture, and that is what
2: it is about the Olympics that I found fascinating. Was and I, it, it's kind of hard to gauge why this is. I mean, you the first thought would be COVID, but the ratings for NBC are way, way
0: down. I think it's because of the time difference.
2: We've we've had that before, though.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know this year specifically. I can I can say I watched a good amount of the Olympics, but not nearly as much as I've watched in the past.
2: Every night I sit there and watch them. Yeah. Uh, I
1: think yes is that this comes when we have a lot in our plates. <laughs> yeah. Well, and life. that's
2: why I thought, "Oh, here's a welcome relief, you know, mm. you know from mm. all the yeah. d- drudgery of COVID and everything. We can watch the Olympics, but they're down 50%. And for it's me, some, it is, is it
0: is yeah. crazy. The one thing I will say, sorry, Ben, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to cut you off, but the one thing I will say is what I've seen from some people on Twitter complaining-wise is they don't seem to like the, like, on NBC, not one of their, you know, the sister channels. On NBC specifically, they don't seem to like the coverage of, it's not consistent enough. Sometimes you have, like, the split screens and everything like that. I think that's what might be putting people off a little bit. And there are so many events now. I don't know what it is. There are so many events now, and it's become a little bit harder to watch stuff. Like, basketball, for example. Thank God I have a Peacock subscription, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to watch basketball, because it doesn't seem to
2: ever be on TV. NBC, CBS, NBC MSNBC NBCSN USA Yep. Yep. That's um, that's what it, that's all it is. And um, I I'm I'm a little surprised at the numbers. I just I am. Well, I'm glad you brought up Peacock
1: cuz I feel like that's a big part of the conversation from what I've read on Twitter and stuff. NBC has Peacock exclusive um, Commentary and yes. that kind of thing. Yep. And I wonder how much that's cannibalizing the um the streaming and T V. Well that's the that's the audience. thing that I
0: think a lot of people always talk when it comes to ratings It's how does streaming factor mm-hmm. in. And I think that's an
1: ongoing thing well, because yeah. it's still
2: it's, it's different. Yes. It's the, who's
1: actually in this day and age still sitting down in front of the TV clicking the channel yes. five yes. and yeah. watching? You look at you look
0: at the and that's the thing too, how they calculate the ratings and how streaming yeah. goes in because if I didn't and
2: that could watch be for any program. Exactly. Mm, I would if
0: watch. I didn't watch like and I actually I did this once. I couldn't watch the the uh women's no, the men's basketball game against um Iran. It was their second group group play game. I couldn't watch that game live. But on Peacock I could watch the replay of it later on and I hadn't I was lucky enough that I like didn't spoil it for myself or anything. Yeah. So I watched it after that. I wonder how many people are doing things like that because I don't think that's applying to the ratings. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong about that. I don't know. But my point being, if people are watching replays,
1: I don't know how that factors into the ratings. I mean, yeah. what, back in the day, you'd have to be like, oh, hey, you know, can you tape this for me? You know, so yeah. I can watch when I come exactly. home. Exactly. Maybe you have it on TV and that kind of thing. Yep. So, yep. I mean, you figure Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney because they put Black Widow on disney plus and then <laughs> yes. nobody went and saw the theaters and so
2: now it's like what the heck so, yeah yeah it's weird but. it's it's very strange but so i mean probably have the same amount of people watching but they're just spread out and and how are they measuring it yeah that's
0: i think we really what it comes Maybe. down to well,
2: although i think there is some people who said you know covid they shouldn't even be having these olympics during COVID. oh yeah forget it
1: i'm not watching
2: yep There's probably
1: some. Well, that's why I was going to mention the fact I have enjoyed having it in the office. I mean, I'm not usually a, I mean, I recall I watched the big things. I watched the Michael Phelps race. I watched the big um, gymnastics people and that kind of thing. But I don't watch it like religiously day to day. But it's just that you also, you can't help but separate it this year from the fact that, yeah, the, the news is still filled with COVID and it personally for me watching anything with big crowds is still kind of well really really uh, when
0: really in this this latest surge of covid where it seems to be a little bit more relevant in our conversation mm-hmm. now and our we i think we're realizing things a little bit more than we were even a month ago it really matched up perfectly time-wise for the olympics um, yeah the delta news what came
2: out right is well, it's, the, the it's, pets it's really there.
0: matched up pretty well yes. uh,
2: yeah. do you like the watch parties i'm sick of them.
0: no i don't like i don't like watch like, wa- like yeah. for the families and stuff too. Yeah. i don't mind that That I don't mind at all, because, I mean, what are they going to do? You might as well watch together, watch your loved one I've seen
2: enough of six people sitting in a living room (laughs) waving a flag. No, yeah.
0: No, I get that. I'm talking about more like watch parties in general. I don't really care to watch a sporting event with a lot of people. No, I'm
2: talking about they have the athlete's family. Okay, that,
0: no, that I actually can respect. uh, I thought you were talking, see,
2: I mean, what else are they going to do, Joe? I'm... Once or twice, okay, but I'm sick of them. Okay, well, yeah. What about what oh, about when they're you're actually? you're sick done. of seeing it. Yes. Okay, <laughs>
0: that the one that. Oh my God, there was one. It was a U.S. gymnast uh, gymnast. She, oh, it was. I was so sad. I think she won a medal in something else. So it was. Thank thank God for her sake. But she, uh, it was. I can't Jane remember. Jane Carey. Yes, she like had the kind of like she did missteps and yep. she didn't do the jump properly. And then they showed her family and they all like were like, oh, and then they realized that they were on TV and they're like, oh, and they they didn't know what to do. And like, and like the dad was like putting his hands in his face. Like, oh, it was like. Yeah, I've I actually that. had to turn it
2: off after that happened
1: because,
0: like, I was uncomfortable
2: at yeah, that point. I didn't want to see anymore. Well,
1: this Joe like it when they're there in person and they walk off into the back and then you get,
2: ah, oh, you know, that
1: like, hugging and, Wait, and their families at the event. Yes, is that better than flipping to the weird camera view of the webcam view of the families on the couch? Because I like it when they. Go off and you know they go into the back and their family's there and they yeah yes, what I remember I but, mean
2: and these watch parties that they jump to half of them the, the video's grainy yes the audio skips it's just yes it's like, no I, I I understand what you mean I thought you were talking about like watch parties in no, general and no,
0: no, no. stuff um, watch parties and the thing that I hate is like when you're there's something to be said about you know watching like I don't know the Super Bowl family or friends something mm-hmm. like that. But even, even in that case, you always have, like, the uncle or somebody who's just such a negative guy when it comes to, like, rooting. It's like, do you actually root for the team you're rooting for or are you just going to, like, hate on them the whole time? Like, that's I, those are the people that I don't really care for as much. Like,
2: it Sounds like a couple of your correspondents. Yes, there's one correspondent specifically, which we
0: will not name, who, uh, when the Yankees are on, like, I actually have to say, are you rooting for the Yankees or what? Because yesterday, for example... I will not name this person, but people (laughs) who know will know who I'm talking about. The Yankees were down three or two to the Mariners yesterday, and the person who is one of my correspondents texted me and said, "Oh, this is a joke. They're going to lose. I told you they're not going to make. told you they're not going to make the playoffs." And then I said, "No, don't worry. They're going to rally." So with two outs, Aaron Judge singles, Giancarlo Stanton singles, and then Joey Gallo hits a three-run homer. By the way, John Sterling's—I know your favorite uh, Joe—home uh, run call of Joey Gallo was Joey Jack's one, and then he goes, "He's Pal Joey, the Sinatra thing." Um, so they're that for you but afterward uh my uh, my correspondent which we will not mention and i oh god i hope he listens to this um he's he's he said it's a miracle stanton gets hit judge gets a hit he's like this is never going to happen again and i was like why can't you just like be thankful that it happened instead of, instead of like be happy about it and i have made a bet with this correspondent which i will not name that if the yankees make the playoffs he owes me a round of golf so, and if not, I owe him a round of golf. I feel very confident that the Yankees are going to make I'll the playoffs. I'll keep it's eye on that right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a very good chance at this point. But that's my point, though. I hate, like, those type of people who are like, oh, That's a guys. different kind of watch party. Yes, yes. yes. Um,
2: but I will say that, that um, at NBC, I think their coverage was okay. And, I, oh,
0: I, I think it's
2: been fine. they have two outstanding... Uh, commentators: mm. uh, Rowdy Gaines for swimming, yep, and Otto Bolden for track. Yes, they are really, really knowledgeable and really entertaining.
0: You know who's been good for basketball? And I didn't like realize that I didn't hear, I didn't recognize the voice at first. But then afterward, I was like, "Oh yeah, Vince Carter." Yes, tremendous. He is good. Tremendous is good. play-by-play. Yep. I mean, uh, color commentary. Yep, has been very, very good. It's funny. Some of the co- some of the uh, the commentators for some of these events, you can tell like. Listening to Kenny Albert do volleyball is hilarious. Like it's you're so used to him with hockey or or football, and then it's like okay i am Kitty Albert and I'm doing beach volleyball now. <laughs> it's like and, and that's a, I give those guys a lot of credit though because that's that's not easy to do go from one
2: sport to the other. And like Mike Tarico's done a good job hosting.
0: Yeah, I think it's been great and um, Bob Costas obviously did that for such a long time and like, you know, nobody will ever forget the uh the pink eye Bob Costas. Yes. Um that was dreadful. Um but Mike Tarico's done a really good job and I'm happy for him too because, you know, he he really seemed to have a good role at ESPN. But then he decided to go to NBC, and since then, oh, he's, he's really, big time, now. No, oh, he's big time. I mean, Notre Dame. Yeah, you want to talk about other? You know, he'll even do some, you know, NFL games, and,
2: and now I think he's been Speaking great. Speaking of Olympic hosts, um, you guys wouldn't know this or remember in 1972, Summer Games. I was 10 years old. When I, was, <laughs> I do remember it. The summer games in Munich, um, where the Israeli team was taken hostage and killed, Mm -hmm. that was a huge deal. Mm -hmm. And Jim McKay for ABC Sports was hosting the Olympics. He won all kinds of awards for the way he handled that story. Oh, wow. It was a huge story, and he did a masterful job of, of, it wasn't sports, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. it was a terrorist attack. Yeah. But but he did the coverage, because... I remember reading all about it. ABC, they were thinking of, well, oh, maybe we should bring in the news team, and and, and Jimmy Hayes yeah, like, sure. no, I'm doing this story. I'm the host of the Olympics. This is an Olympic story, and he did a f- marvelous job. Interesting. Got to read about that. Yeah, yeah okay. it was. It Props was to him. A big oh, deal. That's that's really interesting. And I, I remember m- when he, I mean, they killed eleven Israeli yes. athletes, yes. and he's he was on TV, and he was sitting there like this, and he took his glasses off, and he said. They're all gone. I'm sorry. They're all gone. Yeah. Just wow. like that. And it was like so powerful. And no, like, I mean, that's, whoa.
0: that's, I mean, you want to talk about being versatile mm-hmm. in terms of how to yep. handle a situation like that is remarkable. Um, but as far as uh, the Olympics go, just in general, we'll it'll be, you know, hopefully we'll enjoy this last couple of days. Things will work out. And I, 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 I hope moving forward, people appreciate that the Olympics were able to go on, realize that, you know during COVID probably wasn't maybe the smartest of ideas at times, but it does seem like they did a pretty good job in terms of
1: doing the Olympics, being COVID conscientious, and hopefully having Well, having I've always the said is the fact that, you know, Joe talks about those Olympics, obviously they're historic Olympics. It'll be very interesting to read these Will. This will be an Olympics for the history books. Is how this oh, yeah. one was conducted and all absolutely. the weird stuff. I love how it. they're be. still being called the 2020 Olympics too. That yeah. that always freaks me out. And looking at the paper, I want to circle and I'm like, I know, oh, wait, no. I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> been always something that's been
2: interesting. So when we get to this segment in the podcast, you can play the Olympic theme. Sure, I can, <laughs> absolutely, I
0: can absolutely do that. I um one, a funny story before we wrap up with another local thing. Um, me and my friend Mark and Evan, we went. I can't remember where we were going. This was in high school, and it was during the Olympics, and we thought it would be so funny to blare the like Olympic song uh, through the streets of Plattsburgh. And we did that, and everybody, like, we drove by was just laughing their, you know, their you-know-what's-off. And uh, we came to a stoplight at one point, and the song was just blasting. And we all would, like, just look straight ahead and not have any type of eye contact. It would just be the Olympic theme song, blasting. <laughs> and I'll always remember that because it was very funny. It was very yeah. funny. Um, but... One thing to wrap up with locally as well is um, stay tuned for a preview that I will have online uh, later tonight, as well as tomorrow, which will be Saturday. Um, in the sports section, is Plattsburgh North Stars football is back. Um, huge, com- like people don't realize sometimes, like how well community-based like the Plattsburgh North Stars football program is. You have people from all around uh, kind of come together and you know form a team, and the- they will have a six-game regular season this year. Uh, instead of eight because two teams requested a one-year uh, leave of absence within the Empire Football League. And they will be opening their season in Watertown um, this Saturday at 7 p.m. Then they will have three straight home games. So all of their home games are back-to-back-to-back at Beekmantown, not Bailey Avenue Field, oh, um, which, is a, which, is a, which is a change for them. Um, and it's kind of fitting because we're starting to see some new blood come into the North Stars organization. There are some, you know, noteworthy, you know, noteworthy changes that, you know, I, I will tease it so you actually read my preview. I don't just, you know, spill all the state secrets here. Um, but as far as what this team is going to be looking like moving forward, a lot of young guys, a lot of guys who maybe just only a couple of years ago were still playing high school football. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, and then they will have their playoffs on October 2nd and October 9th. So we're really talking about it's August and by early October, their season will be done. So it's really is a condensed season. They're hoping everything can get, you know, stay underway with the Delta variant and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, with it being only the six weeks with the two week playoff, I think they'll be able to do it. Um, but yeah. we, we shall see. But stay tuned for that preview. And um, yeah, it's pretty much all I got for the the sports update.
1: I agree. I think that was, yeah, that was the highs and lows of this week.
0: Yes. Also, one thing. Shout out to my dad. Happy birthday. His Uh, birthday is today. I don't know how old he is. (laughs) What? (laughs) I do. Actually, if I do the math. Okay, I do know how old he is, but I will not announce
1: that. (laughs) Yeah. But happy birthday, dad. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. The Bronx boy.
0: Now in (laughs) Plattsburgh. But other than that, you can listen to this podcast on... Uh, PressProbbinger.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. You can also find it on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages. And with that, Joe, sign us off.
2: Thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate your support, and we hope you all get a little week's side help.